Father, we thank you. We just praise you in the name of Jesus. Now, as we look to you and we believe you today, we thank you for revelation knowledge and we thank you because you are the healing one and you are here today. And we praise you for it in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Now, Father, as these people believe you, as they turn loose their faith mm -hmm. towards you, you are making them whole. You are healing them. You are restoring them. You are doing miracles, signs, and wonders in this class today. And we thank you and we praise you for it. We invite thank you in. In the name of Jesus, just touch the people. And we praise you for it now. In Jesus' precious name. Praise Amen. The Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, let's see here. Prophet, I don't have this particular scripture on here. But I want to start there today. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. The scripture is Hebrews uh, chapter 4 and verse 3. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 3. Okay, I'll pull it up for you. Yes. And any particular version? King James is good. Hebrews chapter 4 and, and verse 3. Yes. All right, here we go. And it says, <clears throat> For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. The works were what? They were finished. Finished from the foundation of the world. Now, God's name, one name, is mm. Jehovah Jireh. Mm. What does that mean? My provider. He's mm -hmm. my provider. Now, uh, Another name for God is El Shaddai. All right. He is the breasty one. He's the what? He is breasty. the breasty one. Okay? Now, mm -hmm. I want you to look at it from this angle. Here's a lady. She's pregnant with the baby. Okay. But now notice something. The nature of a woman's system, it generates what? Milk. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Her system starts generating milk. Now, see, under... A, a normal mother breastfeed that milk is there and this is what I want you to know it comes with the baby 
Mm. It comes with what? It comes with the baby. Now, and there is provisions for that baby that's already set aside. Not going to be. See, God prepared the milk before the baby came. Wouldn't that be right? <laughs> he prepared it before the baby came. Now, I'm telling you, there is healing set aside for you that you haven't got. Stay with me. See, listen. People are not poor because they don't have any money. That's not the reason for that. Okay. Nobody is poor because they don't have any money. Hmm. Why are they poor, Brother Elder? I'm glad that you asked me. They are poor because they don't have any knowledge. Okay. They are poor because they don't have any knowledge. Hosea 4 and 6. My people perish for a lack of what? Knowledge. He did not say they perish because they don't have any money. They're poor because they don't have any money. That's not what he said. He said all these things are happening is because they don't have any knowledge. Okay. Now listen. People are sick. They are dying by the thousands a day. Okay. Why? They don't have any knowledge. That's what's wrong. It's not the lack of money. See, listen. Here's what I'm showing you. And, 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 and Helen, I said this to you on yesterday. If you start thinking like a millionaire, like a billionaire, your system has no choice but to produce it. No choice. Now, so what am I saying to you? Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. Every hmm. last one of you listening to us today. You were healed. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Now, when did he do it? When he went to the cross. See, people, if you ask the average individual, they'll say, oh, he, he, he forgave me of my sins. That's true, but that's not all he did. Hmm. Do you know before he got up on the cross, he healed your body? Mm -hmm. That's what all that whipping and beating on him was about. Every strike where they beat him, every blow was for your healing. Hmm. Every last one. 
but people, for the most part, do not know. And some hear it, but they don't believe. And that's a problem. Okay. See, they don't believe. Now listen. Let's look at uh I want to turn things around just a little bit here. Okay. Let's go to Matthew chapter fifteen. Okay. Matthew chapter fifteen. And let's look at verse 29 to 31. And this is the key. Well, it's the Passion Bible. Well, you have Matthew 15, 21 through 28. You want to read that one or which one? Where do you want to go? Go to the Any Bible. Notes? Yeah. You want to go to verse 28? That's what you yes. have, the last, the last verse is 28, okay? And then Jesus answered her, Dear woman, your faith is strong. What you desire will be done for you. And at that very moment, her daughter was instantly set free from demonic torment. Now, I'm going to come back to this. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Matthew 15, verse 29 through 31. Okay. After leaving Lebanon, Jesus went to Lake Galilee and climbed a hill nearby and sat down. Then huge crowds of people streamed up the hill, bringing with them the lamb, the blind, deformed, mute, and many others in need of healing. They laid them at Jesus' feet, and he healed them all. And he he healed them all. And the crowd marveled with amazement, astounded over the things they were witnessing with their own eyes. The lamb were walking, the mute were speaking, the crippled were made well, and the blind could see. For three days, everyone celebrated the miracles as they exalted and praised the God of Israel. Now, I want you to read verse 30 again, and I'm going to stop you in between here. Okay. Then huge crowds of people streamed up the hill, bringing with them the lamb, blind, deformed, mute, and many others in need of healing. They laid them at Jesus' feet, and he healed them all. Now, 
You see here, it says man. Lamb, yes, the lamb. Now, do y'all know what man is? Man is somebody who's missing a body part. Okay, you're saying the lamb are the person, the what, the person who's lame? Yes. Yes. Okay. They are missing a body part. Okay. Now, there are people today, maybe some of you in this healing school today, you are waiting on a kidney. You are waiting on a something. So you have to wait for somebody to decease to get one. But I've got some good news for you today. Hello, I'm gonna, we have some wonderful, powerful news for you today. You don't have to wait for any of that. Now, you might be driving a Ford automobile. You might be driving a Lexus. What have you? When something is wrong with that vehicle, you don't take a forward to the Chevrolet dealer because that's not who made it. They don't specialize in that. You don't take your Jaguar to the Nissan people. They don't make that. Okay? What am I saying? Who created you? Who made you? God did. God did not need anything to make your body parts. Come on. Think about what I'm saying. Well, what would make anybody think that he have to wait for somebody to pass away to give them a new kidney when he was the one who made the kidney to begin with without anybody's help. What, what are we saying? God got hearts. He's got kidneys. He's got eyes. Yeah, like the eyeballs in your head. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. He have legs. He have arms. He have feet. He have the whole entire thing. You say, well, where are they? They on will call. They're in the warehouse of heaven waiting on you to call for it. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Okay. Now, you got to know all these things are available for you. You, you see where I'm at, Helen? Okay, yes, I'm listening. They um, are available for you. 
Jesus said, by his stripes, you were what? Healed. You were healed. Now, at the top of my notes, in Genesis chapter 18, in verse 14, point A of that scripture, it asks us a question. What does it ask, Helen? Is anything too hard for God? Now, we're going to have to answer that. So y'all are going to have to answer that. Is it anything? Pay attention to words. Is there anything too hard for God? And what's the answer? Of course not. No. Nothing is too hard for God. Now, with that being said, let's look at verse 30 again. And then huge crowds of people streamed up the hill, bringing with them the lamb, blind, deformed, mute, and many others in need of healing. They laid them at Jesus' feet. And he healed them all. Notice, they were in need of what? Healing. Yes. And he healed some of them. No, all no. of them. He healed all of them. What did you say, Helen? Yeah, he did. Uh, I was just looking at that word that uh, you were talking about, the lamb. And, and uh, that's a person uh, as we all know, who is unable to walk. Uh, something has happened to uh, their feet or their legs or whatever, and it's causing them to be like a cripple. But when when we look at this verse that you're talking about here in Genesis chapter 18, is anything too hard for God, even the Lamb? Even the lamb who's never walked before, that is not too hard for God. And it says there were many conditions there. There were the people who could not walk. Uh, uh, there were people who were blind. <clears throat> there were people who were deformed. Mm-hmm. That's a serious situation. They were mute and many others in need of other kinds of healing. But the, the scripture here says, and he healed them all. What I'm getting out of this is, and just like you pointed out and brought out in Genesis chapter uh, 18, I think it is, yes, is anything too hard for God? So none of these things are too hard for God. Absolutely none of them. But we have to be reprogrammed to think that way. Yeah. And, and, and that's the, the, uh, the prerequisite for us entering into that type of blessing. We must believe. We must begin to think. You brought out something else in our conversation on yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> the question was, uh, not the question, but the statement you made, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And and you said that another way. And what was that other way you said it? Do you remember that? As a man mm. think it in his heart, so is he. So he is, is he. Showing, 
Yeah. Yeah. You were showing the making the point that, you know, wherever we are today and whatever we believe in is what's going to be reflected in our lives. That's where you're going to end up. Yeah, that's what you said. That's how you're going to end up. So I'm looking at this passage right here in Matthew chapter 15 that he healed the blind, the lamb, the deformed, the mute, the, you know, uh, every person. It didn't matter what the defect was. It didn't matter what the disability was. It didn't matter what they needed. And it said in all other kinds of healing. That is inclusive. But with him, it was very, very possible. Now, we have to get to the place where we would believe that because we know for our healing to manifest where we are under this new covenant, where we are and where we live today, it's based on what? It's based on faith. Everything that we receive in our lives, it comes through the very, very vein of faith. Jesus said, you will not get to my father except through me. And those who come to me, he said, must believe, see, that I am. And that I am a rewarder of them that would diligently seek me. So we must have that key element in place. And that's something we need to learn. So when we get to that place and that part in our lives, that level of faith in our lives, these things are are like, hmm, it's common to us. And we will go to God believing for whatever our need is, it will be met. Those needs are met. Doesn't matter whether it's cancer. Doesn't matter whether it's diabetes. It doesn't matter. Now with man, these things are impossible. You know, we don't see bone cancer and those kinds of ailments being what cured. They said there's no cure for that. You have to go to your grave with that. But God said, nothing's too hard for me. That's right. That's but do right. we believe that? <laughs> and are we operating in that kind of faith? Yes. So that's the way I see that, uh, Larry. Is if you look, all things ahead. are possible to us that believe. If you look at the same verse in Matthew chapter 15 in uh, verse 30, even 31, in the King James Version, it used the word main, M-A-I-M-E-D. That is somebody, if I say it, who is missing a body part. They are missing a whole body part. Mm -hmm. Now connect this with, is there anything too hard for God? And we already gave you the answer. And some of you already knew the answer. The answer is no. No. But here is what Satan is trying to do you. He wants you to believe it's the will of God that you be that way. Mm. And it's not. Listen, you're taking notes, write this down. 
in First Thessalonians chapter 5 in verse 23. First Thessalonians chapter 5 in verse 23. Okay. Are you there? Okay, I'll pull it for you. <clears throat> I thought you just wanted them to take it as a note, oh, but I'll pull it for you. Yeah, well, let's just go ahead. First Thessalonians 5 and 23, and uh -huh. you want the King James. King James? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> now, pay attention to words. Notice what he said. In the very God of peace, do what? Sanctify, sanctify you. you. Yeah, sanctify you. Okay. And then he said, I pray God, watch this word, that your whole spirit, write that down. Or if you have your Bible out, underline that. You'll uh, highlight whatever you do. Your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Blameless mm -hmm. before the coming of our Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. Your whole spirit, soul, and body. Now, the Bible said, For God is a spirit, right? And yeah. you and I that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Stay with mm -hmm. me. We, we're taking you somewhere here that's very important, very vital to your healing today, to your being made whole today. So God is a spirit. Yeah. Okay? You are a spirit. Jesus said in John 60, 63, it's the spirit that quickened it. Mean make it alive or give it life. Mm -hmm. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. John 6 and 63. Okay? okay. Mm -hmm. Now, your spirit and your soul is designed to minister to your body. That's what it's there for. To minister to your flesh man, your body. It teaches a brain revelation knowledge uh, information to your body. See, your body was designed to heal itself. Mm -hmm. 
But Satan wants you to forget about that. He wants you to think it's normal mm -hmm. for you to have all these conditions. Let Larry and Helen tell you today, it's not. It never was and never will become the will of God that you be without a body part. It mm -hmm. never has been the will of God. That your kidneys are not working any longer. Hmm. Or you be a diabetic or so forth, whatever. That is not the will of God. Notice, it says, and he healed them. But we back to the question in Genesis 18 and 14. Is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything, <clears throat> if you just think that there is, you can't be here. That's right. It's not possible for you. You see, let me tell you something else. Where is faith located at? In your spirit. Isn't that right? Okay. Now. Your faith is designed to do the impossible. Is there anything too hard for God? Mm -hmm. The Bible says God is a spirit. Brother Paul tapped into it. He said it this way. I believe Therefore, I have spoken. We also believe and we do speak. Am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. See? We speak. What do we speak? What we believe. Right. You have to give voice to your healing. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is important for you to take note of these scriptures today. So you can go back over them yourself. Don't just read it to yourself. Read it out loud. Hmm. Read it out loud. Don't just do it one time. Don't just do it three times. Do it again, and do it again, and do it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Faith comes. Faith comes. Do you know you believe yourself more than you believe anybody else? Yeah. Yes. Faith comes by what you are hearing. Now, let's say you go to the doctor. And the doctor diagnosed you with, uh, let's say cancer. Probably some of you listening to me, that's your, that's your situation today. Let me tell you something. Cancer research 
been found a cure for cancer. Did y'all know that? Okay. Well, let's see. They found it years ago. Well, what's the problem then? Why haven't they released it? Because they're making too much money. They're making too much money. Money is the problem. As long as they're making money, people are paying money for them to find a cure. They're going to tell you there is no cure yet. But do you know how quick and how fast they came up with a vaccine for COVID-19? For COVID yeah. How come that's not taking years and years and years and years? Because it was all over the world and people were dying by the thousands by the day. Hmm. What's the print here? Is there anything too hard for God? Mm -mm. Jesus said, by my stripes, you were what? You were healed. Folks, he bypassed the man. He bypassed everybody. Okay. And went straight to you who need it. What's the qualification? What do you need to receive it? Again, he didn't send my people perish for lack of money. Mm -mm. You don't have to buy this. He said my people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. Mm -hmm. So we are bringing the information to you again today. Hmm. The cure for cancer is to believe the word of God. All right. The scripture says, repent and believe the gospel. What is the gospel? It's good news. What's good news to a person that's been diagnosed with any debilitating disease? By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. In other words, let's go back to the baby. Here's this, here's the, the, the mother, she's pregnant. But the milk came before the baby was ever born. Hmm. What am I getting at here? Your provisions, your provisions. See, the, the man is telling you there is no cure. But God is saying, uh-uh, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, yes, there is a cure. Hmm. And that's why Psalms 107, 107, and verse 20 says, He sent His Word. What did He send? He sent His Word. And healed them. Right. And delivered them. From their destruction. Your destruction, there might be cancer. Your destruction might be diabetes. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Some kind of blood disease. Listen to me. You don't have to live with that. You don't have to keep that. Somebody say, oh, my old arthritis. Give it up. You don't have to keep it. Don't hold it. Let it go. Mm -hmm. 
Jesus said. Who said it? Jesus said, you were healed. Had kept. All you got to do now is receive it. Praise the Lord. What you say, Helen? Amen. I like that analogy you used um, uh, about uh, it's already done. It's already provided. It came. The healing came before the sickness came. Yeah, before you ever needed it. Absolutely. And that is so true because uh, Jesus, we know how he came. Uh, we study uh, along those lines. Uh, Jesus said, uh, you know, that by the stripes, uh, the Bible tells us that by the stripes of Jesus, those stripes that he uh, suffered on the cross, the beating that he took for us, all those blows to his body, each one of them had a significant meaning to them. Yes. And we, and we as Christians, as born again believers, we, we must really have a working knowledge of that information and refer to it when we are in this fight that we're in, because it's a fight. If you're born again and, and you are especially filled with the Spirit of God, there's a struggle. There's always going to be a fight because Satan is always on his job trying to steal what was provided for us at Calvary. And that is uh, healing, uh, prosperity, but above all, salvation. Those three things came through the cross. And before we even needed to be healed, it was already provided by Jesus Christ. But how many of us are aware of that? I know for years I had no knowledge of that information, even though I was born again as a young child. But that was not really uh, taught in my church. Put it like that. It was never no one took the time to break that down and, and, and actually make sure that we understood that. Like God has given us a word for 2021, he said, big time, abundance and understanding is on the horizon for us. As anything else, if we believe that, we'll seek after that abundance and we'll seek after understanding of things that's been 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 eluding us for many years. Things that we've been scratching our heads about, what we got to understand now when God gives a yeah. word about it, it's freely given. You see? And he said understanding in abundance is here. But will we just open up our hearts and receive it? And so um, that information so many of us have been void of it. Has has been just it's just been something that was not available to us. We understand salvation. Oh yeah, I'm saved, and that's great. But there's more to salvation than just when you leave this body to go back and be with Jesus, to go back and be with the Lord. That's a great place where we're going to spend eternity. But what God is more concerned about is making sure we live the life we're supposed to live. In the hearing now, not when we leave 
and go to heaven. And, and in order to live a successful life here in the earth, we must know what belongs to us. And, yes. and healing, healing belongs to us, Larry. That's right. It is ours. It's been provided for us before he even needed it. You know, it's like, you know, when you lay money up in the bank for your kids. Well, you're not going to wait till start working on the college fund when it's time to go to college. No, if we have any type of understanding of these needs that our kids are going to need, we will start working on that the, the, the day they come in the world. Sometimes before they come in the world, we got that all kind of uh, monies laid aside for our kids. Uh, in trust funds and, and all kinds of different uh, avenues to make sure, watch this, when they need the college funds, what? It's there. That's right. And that's the way God provided for us to make sure that when, and, and, and if you're going, and if Jesus died to provide, now let's focus on that for a moment. If he died to provide healing for us, he already knew we were going to need it, right? Yes. That's right. But a lot of people like to think just the opposite. You know, uh, because I'm, I'm saved, I'll never be confronted with sickness. But that's not true. That is so far from the truth. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, there's like there's a target on your back. And Satan yes. is targeting you because you are saved. And he does not want you to understand how to possess and walk in what's already been provided for you. The Bible calls him just what he is. He's a what? He's a thief. He's a robber. And so for years he robbed me. I don't know about you guys. When I was very young in the word of God, he robbed me of many things simply because I didn't know. And even the scriptures tell us, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. When we are That's not right. aware of these things, I mean, uh, um, vital information that, that means the difference in, 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 in it means someone say, what a, what a difference a day makes. A difference. It's a big difference. What a difference in, in, in your knowledge of of understanding the word of God. And just having a, 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 you know, a faint relationship, a, a passing by relationship with it. That's a big difference. You know, so yes, it's one thing to be acquainted with the word. We can read it. And many of us probably read the Bible through and through. Mm -hmm. But do we understand it? Because when we understand, that's when we're going to stand up for what rightfully belongs to us. Yes. And that's, that's healing. That's healing. And I also like the way you put that about cancer. You know, you, you said there's probably a cure for it already, but you know, they're not making us aware of it. But guess what? The word of God is the cure. That's right. The word of God is the cure. And because you said whatever we have need of, whatever. And, and the yeah. passage we read, we read today, he healed them. That small word is inclusive. <laughs> all. He healed them what? All. It didn't matter all. what they had. He healed them all. And he's still healing today. 
But the big, big question is, do you believe? We must believe. That's right. Child of God, we just got to believe the word of God. And there's so much distraction all around us. You know, the minute you make up your mind to believe, I'm going to believe the word. Here comes somebody yes. trying to talk you out of it. Well, the healing, did, healing was done away with the apostles. And God is not healing anymore. Why would someone want to even tell, take the time to tell you that you seem that you're in need of healing, but they're going to put that in form words out of their mouth to tell you that healing is, is no longer uh, in your grasp. It's no longer something that's being provided. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's Satan. He's a, he's a thief. What he knows is, if you get that in your mind, if you, if you begin to meditate on that, the way you are programmed, because that's why he said, now I want you to meditate on my word. Meditation causes that word to become a part of you. What you focus on the most is going to be drawn to you. And eventually, it's going to overtake you. And eventually, that's what you'll become. So if you start focusing in on the Word of God, zeroing in on these healing scriptures, meditating on these healing scriptures day and night, night and day, guess what? You are planting a seed in your spirit that is eventually going to what? Cause the manifestation of the very thing that that seed is carrying to come uh, all over your body and just possess, overtake it. How much more do we want that to happen in areas where Satan? That's right. Well, that's how we, that's how we achieve it. We must believe it, first of all. And then we we begin to act on it. Act like you believe it. If you believe your name is Carolyn, when someone asks you what's your name, you're not going to tell them, my name is Sue. No. No, you're going to tell them, my name is Carolyn. Because you believe that's what's, that's your name. You've been speaking it for how many years now? You see, it's embedded in you. You are convinced. You are just like Abraham. The Bible said Abraham was what? He was fully persuaded. He didn't need any persuasion. He didn't need anybody to convince him that his name, that was his name. That's right. He was fully persuaded. Yeah. And so what am I saying? You have to become fully persuaded that healing was provided for you before you even needed it. Yes. You've got to become fully persuaded that when you believe the word of God and step out in faith, there is absolutely nothing that's too hard for God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Is anything too hard for God? Of course not. No. Of course not. So, child of God, don't let him rob you. Don't let him rob you. And 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 as we said before, a lot of times where we miss it is because when we step out in faith, and that's another thing I want to point out, make sure you are in faith before you speak. That's right. Make sure that you've read the scriptures long enough, that you've meditated on it long enough. 
that you spent enough time in it that you are now fully persuaded about it. Because I tell you, like, you know, I'll say this to you. If you try to use the word of God, you know, on that basis, on a trial basis, let me see if it's going to work. I want to tell you right now, it is not going to work for you. Because the scripture says, he who comes to me must come to me in faith. Mm-hmm. And if we go to God on any other basis other than saying, yes, Lord, you said it, I believe it, and I settled it, unless we're ready to go uh, to God that way, we, we need to wait. We should wait. Yeah. We should feed on the word a little more. We should let it become a part of us. We should meditate on it. We should take spend time in that word in the morning. Spend time in that word in the noonday hour. Spend time in that word at bedtime until it infuses. Remember, the word of God is an infusion. And it must be injected into your spirit. Because that's yes. where it's going to work. It's going to work in your spirit. It has to get in your spirit. And and once you began to believe it and began to speak it, that injection that is needed so vitally, so, I mean, in, instantaneously, you, you will begin to sense something changing from the inside. And then when, when, when that word is firmly planted and infused into your spirit, it's going to start affecting the outside. It's going to start to change and remove that sickness that has been embedded and planted there by Satan. You see? Yeah. So you must get that word firmly planted in your spirit and then you begin to speak. Because you know, what you gotta, I hope you get this, I'm, and I'll say it as many times and as many ways as I need to until you get it. Faith is what's causing your healing to manifest. Your faith. Your faith in the word of God. Just like Jesus told the woman of, with the issue of blood. He said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. And see, she had faith. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be healed. That's what she said. And then she acted on that. You see, she didn't say, let me see. I don't know. Let me try this. That is not faith, child of God. She was fully persuaded. And how did she become fully persuaded? And what she heard? She heard that Jesus was a healer and she heard that he was going to be passing in her hometown. That's right. And she meditated on that. The Bible says she had spent all her money on other things, you know, on other doctors and none of them could get her healed. So she said, I know, I do know if I just, if I could just make it to Jesus, I will be healed. Yeah. So that's what I'm pointing out to you this morning. Do not even attempt to make a statement, a faith statement about your healing until you're fully persuaded. Because he truly that's is right. passing by. He truly is passing in your neighborhood. He truly is coming near to you. Not to hurt you, but to overshadow you and to cause that infusion to come and to manifest into your spirit. Do you see it? And it's only going to happen through your faith. 
through your faith filled words. So when you're ready to speak in faith and say, I know, I, I, I know, I know that I'm here. I know it by the word of God. Because First Peter 2.24 says to me, who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear my sins in his own body on the tree is on an altar. He offered yeah. himself on it that I might die and cease to exist to sin and live unto righteousness. And by his stripes, I was, look at that verse, past tense, I was healed. You got to come to believe that. You have to settle that in your own spirit. Don't let Satan rob you and keep you in doubt. Because what I was taught is that when you're in doubt, you must go without. I'm going to say that again. When you yes. are in doubt, That's you true. will go without. That's right. <clears throat> he can't help us if we're in doubt. Mark 11 proves that. Mark 11, 22, 23. What does it say? Have faith in God. I'm paraphrasing. I'm reading it. I'm not looking at it, but you can read it in your, in your Bible. It says, have faith in God. That's verse 22. Verse 23 says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Watch this. And shall not doubt in his heart. You see that? But shall believe. That those words which he said shall come to pass, what did he say? You'll have what you say. That's right. You see that? You can't go to God with doubt. You cannot, you, you must, you should never go to God in doubt. You're not ready. Stay in the, in in your preparation, uh, uh, stages for a minute. Stay there for a while. I promise you, it's going to become real to you, just like your name is. No one can convince you your name is not what it is. Mm-hmm. You'll stand there arguing all day long. Oh, yes, that is my name. Oh, don't tell me. I, I know my own name. You, be, you need to become dogmatic like that about the word of God. Don't tell me I'm not healed. Let me tell you something. You go look right over there in, in 1 Peter 2.24. He said, I was healed, and I say I am healed. If I was healed, then I am healed today. You get it? Yes. <laughs> That's the way you Praise have God. to become about the word of God. Amen. Amen. And when you become that way, you're ready. <clears throat> yes, you are. And Satan cannot steal from you anymore. <laughs> Praise I hope God. and help a little bit.